this summer we're bringing you double koi gig. You know what happened? It was that we stopped talking and then people went down and that, that was the it. problem. I needed the motivation of you slagging me every week to get good results and just imploded without that. Subscribe to the OTB Koi Gig pod on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Delighted to say Enda Lynch and Dara McCormick are with us in their Munster tracksuits. Good morning to you both. How are you getting on? Morning, sir. Good, morning, thank you. Um, and explain to us exactly why you're here. So Munster have launched a, an eSports um, franchise. That, how do you refer to it? Is it? It's part of Munster Rugby. It's, it's an extension uh, of Munster Rugby. So, you know, yes, it is a franchise and we have two titles in the franchise um esports is uh very popular um as is gaming and you know pretty much everybody in the audience knows somebody somewhere along the line that is a gamer spends hours watching or or playing esports is multiple titles we're in two of them um it's a bit like you know olympics where there's a variety of different titles we're in league of legends and with dara then and uh, williams williams racing we're in sim racing and uh Having good fun, but it's early stages yet. It's a, a long journey. Dara, what's sim racing? Uh, sim racing is basically real life racing on a game. So I have a wheel and pedals in front of me, right. a seat, and I sit in, and it's like driving a real car. And what 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 car is what is, is it? Formula One? Uh, no, or? I do GT racing. So it's like they're expensive race, like expensive road cars, okay. luxurious cars turned into race cars. Okay, basically that's what they are. Right. Um, and what's that like? So you're actually like steering the wheel? Yeah, okay, yeah, like right. a, yeah, like a genuine wheel with pedals and you know, they're proper expensive equipment supplied by teams. You know. Okay. It's a, it's a big industry. Though. So the involvement of Williams, uh, like um, I, I did a thing, Web Summit a couple of years ago with Williams and uh, the guy brought the Formula One uh, steering wheel. It was like a remarkable piece of equipment. Yeah. It has like a gazillion buttons. Um, but they, they pride themselves on innovation and like cooling systems for fridges is something one of their little sidelines that they have going on so obviously esports is something like that too what are they like to work with uh williams is is amazing i get to go to you know real life races and get to go to the factory and meet people i you know i genuinely wouldn't and get to have opportunities to to do stuff like that and go see f1 cars and be be a part of a team that will help me through what i need to and help me with the setup of the car and all that is just like it's amazing so when you say help you with the setup of the car that's part of the game is yeah. it? You, you can't just be a good driver you need to know exactly how to um, give yourself as much of an advantage before the race starts as you possibly can during the, during the actual race yeah that's I mean that's just it's worth just as much as the race so you need to you need to really nail the setup of the car otherwise you'll be in the mid pack or the back of the field so um, having those engineers around you and teammates that know what you like and what they like um, when you all work together, you know, really helps to to boost your boost your performance. How many people are in a race? Uh, it depends on the grid, but I'd say generally about forty to fifty. Right. Okay. So, so busy. Big, big grid. Yeah. Big yeah. Grid. And um, how competitive is that then? Is it? Uh, I mean, exactly the same. So over a full season, how does it work? Um, so the series that I'm in, SRO Sprint. I'm also in endurance, but in uh, Sprint, I'm with Monster, and uh, it's. It's a 50-car grid, generally. Of course, there'll be a few dropouts. But, um, yeah, you need to score points. So the top 15 score points. And first place is 34 points. 15th is one point. Uh, you can also get a point for pole position. So it's, you know, you need to win in order to do well. Like and how many races in a season? 
uh, five races in this season. Right. Okay. So um, it's it is a bit of a sprint as well. And how many how many laps in the sprint? Uh, well, it's sixty minutes. Right, so okay. depending on the track, it can be around twenty eight to maybe thirty two, thirty five. So yeah. How did you get into this actually? How did I get into this? Yeah. Um, and how long ago? Jesus, I, <laughs> I got into it. Um, I mean, I'd say three with my dad, but oh. um, I really started focusing on it in early 2019. I thought I could go professional with it, and I mean, this is where it's led me to. So, yeah, quite quite a quick progression rate. So it was, uh, yeah, it was crazy. That is mad. You've just done your leaving cert. Yeah, yeah, I just finished it. Right. Uh, maybe two weeks ago. All right, how'd it go? Uh, decent <laughs> not, not as good we'll, as I'd hope but we'll see sure look um, and so what's the plan like what, what happens are you are um, you going to be a professional gamer for the next period of time yeah yeah I'm going to focus on this and work with Enda and Williams to, to really try and make this my career and right now it is so yeah I'm going to fo- focus on you know keep building on it and uh, maybe get into real life racing in the future but yeah, that's the thing yeah so is yeah. that the, the logical thing yeah, I mean, if I could get into real-life GT racing, you know, there's an example of it, James Baldwin. He's uh, He's been in sim racing for years, and he's done a series in the real-life version of what I do. Mm. So um, if I could do that at some point, that would be incredible. But, yeah, I, think, I, mean, I think that is being a little modest. Uh, James Baldwin is five points behind him in the league at the moment. And, uh, <laughs> so, you know, he's at that talent, he's at that level. Yeah. When did you realise, Eric, that you had that? Like, was it when you were 16? or? Uh, it was when I was about... 14, early 2019 I went into a 24 hour race and we qualified P2 and we nearly won in the top split which so we I mean I was surprised that I could even keep up with the guys I didn't think I could but yeah from there I just focused on building myself and just working with people to figure out mm. what to do and once I knew what to do I just went on my own and then found Williams and found Munster and the buzz must be insane like oh yeah it's yeah. it's incredible yeah when when I won the first race of the, the series I just ah, I, f- <laughs> I felt like crying to be honest like it was unbelievable um, beating the calibre driver in there is like it's unbelievable there's a tenth of a second separates us in the race and qualifying it can be hundreds of a second yeah so yeah I think the top 20 was separated by a quarter of a second in qualifying I, I guess like it, it, because this must be so like all encompassing it's, you, it's, it must be hard to even switch off like a normal life yeah. to do your leaving search yeah it is very hard um, <laughs> <laughs> trying to focus on both of them was was a proper challenge but, mm. but yeah, yeah I mean I think I got I think I got the best of both worlds in the end so uh, yeah I'm happy and so uh, during COVID obviously everything was remote is there are, does this happen at some point where everybody's in the same room or is that is, is it always going to be remote what, how does it work yeah they're they're called LAN events so basically you can go to wherever it's hosted and uh, that'll be part of the series so there's uh, the ADAC GD, GT Masters that'll be in Germany and it was hosted at the Nürburgring right. the big centre so yeah. um, I think it's called the Sim Expo so um, yeah I think it'll be in Germany again this year and um, there'll be all the guys that I know through there and there'll be sim rigs everywhere so yeah it's uh, it's really cool especially meeting everybody is, is a great experience yeah that must be interesting it's like yeah. everything was so virtual and like you know here you are you see a face whatever yeah yeah. and why did Monster get involved in, in this what, what's um, look it's it's for us it's a, it's a wider audience Um I think it's it's no secret that um, while TV audiences are very healthy for sport, they're slightly older. 
Um, so, you know, people mid-teens to late-twenties consume sport very differently, short bursts, social uh, channels primarily, um, but they're consuming more esports than they're consuming traditional sports. And more esports than traditional sports yeah. in that bracket? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they'll consume up to... An avid esports fan will consume about eight and a half hours of esports a week, and that's not where they're gaming. It's where they're watching other teams play, and they might consume about an hour of sport a week. Um, and that's across the UK and Ireland based on research done in early 2021 Um, and it was not pandemic related if you know what I mean Um, and look for us then it's an opportunity to expand our commercial opportunities our brand Um, does it mean there's going to be rugby players coming out of this no but it it allows us to expand how we commercially help the overall club so the purpose of gaming isn't to drain from rugby and it has no commercial ties into the rugby. It's just to help support and bring, you know, commercial values and commercial revenues back in the long term. It's going to take a long time. But there are teams like um, um, Schalke 4 and um, Hertha Berlin, uh, Barcelona, um, a number of the US teams. Um, pretty much all the premiership teams now have their own sport, you know, uh, FIFA or NBA 2K. But some outliers like ourselves are getting to League of Legends, which is the biggest e-sport in the world. Um, and by biggest, I mean the World Finals were held last December and there was 120 million live audience. You know, I've always made the point, Jerry, that like the first time you're, you're on a bus and the first time in your life that somebody offers you a seat because they think you look a little bit old. This is one of the first times in my life where I actually feel old. I'm like, <laughs> this has totally passed me by. Like, And I loved like computer games when I was younger. This is complete, like, this is new to me. Yeah. It's mad. It's and like, I had to go through that initiation myself. Mm. I, I was like you, I loved computer games when I was young. Name all the consoles, I had them. But when we started doing research, and realised that there's opportunities and other sports clubs were doing this. Mm. Um, you know, there was a real deep dive and it made me feel very old very quickly. But having said that, there are people who are, like I'm in my early 40s, there are people, 40s and 50s, who are still avid gamers and who continue on. Um, sim racing, people like Lawrence and the guys, you know, huge audiences. Um, Dara's races regularly will attract up to 30,000 views in the first 24 hours. How do you watch it? Um, YouTube. Um, they have a live YouTube channel for all the GT um, uh, sprint and um, and endurance racing. So Dara represents us in sprint and then Tarek Gamal from Donegal represents us in uh, endurance racing, which is 24-hour or, or 12-hour racing. And it's all on YouTube. So say like 30,000 are watching you. How is that spread geographically then? Like, Are they mainly um, Irish people or...? Primarily European, Irish and European, but it's this is a wider audience. This is not just Ireland, and that's only going to grow as well. Yeah, how did the partnership with Williams come about? Um, we were in League of Legends, and we were looking to expand into a second title. Um, and we worked very closely with an agency called Epic Global, uh, co-owned and founded by a guy called Trev Keane, who is one of the the doyens of, of esports in Europe. And Trev um, had spoken with Williams; they were looking to. Uh, established relationships with other sports organisations he put the two of us in contact and very luckily uh, we had been chatting with Corys at the time they sell sim rigs they want to build um, a wider awareness of their offering for the racing community and they said yeah we'll come on board so again you know not drawing on our own resources Corys made our entry into this possible through Williams 
So it was uh, a win-win-win for all three parties. Um, you've done the live events before, obviously. Uh, what are they like? Um, I actually haven't. Right, okay, so you're, you're dying. <laughs> That's very exciting um, then. Yeah. The only thing that I've actually been to is the Williams facility, right. the, the eSports facility. It's actually tied in with the whole Williams Racing place. It's, yeah. it's in the same complex. Um, is it Silverstone, is it? Or somewhere very close uh, to it? Or is it Brands Hatch? It's near it's one of the tracks anyway. I think it's in between them. Right. It's in Oxford. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's near enough. But, yeah, it is, like they have 20 rigs in one room, and then the back room, they have another 20. Right. So they can host, like, whole events in their in their own facility. And, um, yeah, I think I'll be doing a few in the future with them. So, yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I love going there. It's, uh, it's amazing. Are you getting recognised? Are people uh, coming up to you and going, oh, I've, I've watched your races? Uh, I have... I did go to Paul Ricard recently uh, to racetrack in France uh, for the real life GT race, and I had to coach the I had to coach the real life drivers to do what I do, basically. And um, yeah, I got recognised by a few people. It was a bit a bit surreal, but yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting uh, experience. You to coach the real life drivers. Yeah, what class. It, so that must be like so. You were doing your leave inserts, and then you were coaching real life drivers how to actually drive a car virtually. Yeah. Did you did you carry that with confidence and say yes? <laughs> listen to me. Um, so the the guys I was actually coaching they they had done it before, so that was that was uh, handy enough. You that know, was a help. Yeah. Um, so I mean, jumping between the two of them, they said there's not too much dissimilar, but there's you know some differences, of course. And so, when are they going to let you in a car? Oh, I, I mean, I think that's an impossible thing to to ask, but. If I if I could, I I would, for sure. Um, well, you've got to you know speak it into existence, put it out there, and tell the world is what you want, and it's going to happen. Yeah, that pathway is going to become more and more normal, I presume, like that. Yeah, it's. I think sim racing will really become like a proper entrance to to real life racing mm. soon. So, I mean, we already have one case where we made it, and um, yeah, he's uh, Baldwin's actually doing. Spa 24 hours at the end of this month right so yeah big race and how so like say if there's like you know contacts and stuff in your race like how is that simulated in terms of your actual like or crashes or whatever um, stupid question I I, yeah. I sound like 50 Not here last no, night, no, I'm, I'm 39 oh, <laughs> we, we won't talk about that yeah. um. <laughs> do you crash or like what What? yeah, yeah so, yeah, no, so what, what does that feel like is it like vibrations or what uh, yeah no there's proper vibrations in the wheel like you you know we've crashed for sure this is a point though it's not he's not in a car like so it's I like know, this is the like, tra- transition you, you have to make some of these games where like you you know it's a driving game you, I, if you crash you crash so I, I played the Mega Drive and then sort of in college I didn't in do anything and then I went back crash, and it was like crash. the Playstation and I was so bad I said I just kind of gave up so that was about 20 years ago so yeah so, so when you crash you crash yes but but like when you get in a car then it's like I guess that's just another that's the next step in the ladder like but this is real like yeah this is like slightly dangerous <laughs> yeah like if you crash in the game you do get like minutes of damage that you have to repair um, obviously you're not going to feel the g-force of the impact but um yeah i mean if you get into a real car and crash that would be a proper wake-up call so so, so what, what's like what gives you the most thrill in a race the most thrill is just chasing down people and trying to be the best basically <laughs> just the the drive to win that makes a lot of sense yeah and so what's next ara what's next is sro endurance i believe with williams and then sprint at the start of August right? Uh, with Munster. So how do you get that or how do you train? Like, um, it's just hours spent Yeah, basically just, yeah. just perfecting my craft and perfecting the setup for the car. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'll 
have to start prepping for August soon. Uh, make sure I have everything ready because last round of the championship sprint and um, currently in the points lead only by five <laughs> over Baldwin. So um, yeah, it's going to be tough. What, but what do your mates ready. think of this? Sorry, what do your mates think of this? Like your schoolmates? Um, Are you like the national or the, the class hero? Um, towards the end of sixth year, I was <laughs> because people started knowing what I'm doing for a job. So I actually I was I was quite quiet about it. I just kind of kept it to myself because mm-hmm. I didn't know if it would end up being a big thing or not. Like if I if I'd really make it or you know flop. So um, just thirty thousand watching my race. There, there you, you know? go, exactly. And so, end <laughs> yeah. from your perspective, what's next? Um, as look short term, as Dara said, it's it's um, his final uh, in August. We have the League of Legends guys who are playing in the Nordic League, uh, which is the best Nordic UK in Ireland. Um, they're in Division Two, and we topped the league in spring. Uh, we're currently fourth in the summer, and we're going to try and get into Division One. And Division One in League of Legends in the Nordic region is it's a chunky affair, and you know will be uh, in terms of fun financing and all that will be worked on through the winter to make sure that we can. Um, start growing a bit further well listen we wish you the very best of luck with it Dara uh, best of luck over the, the course of the summer and enjoy the live events and, and end it. it's a really interesting expansion of the Monster franchise so we wish you all the best thank best you both very much as well OTB AM with Gillette get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar 